Hey, you're about to listen to Trek Off, but before you do, I wanted to let you know that there is another podcast called Totally Super, where we review every superhero movie ever made. It's me and my buddy Arthur. We go through the Batman movies, the X-Men movies, the Avengers movies, movies like The Crow and Dr. Horrible and more. So please, while you're listening to this, hop over to wherever you subscribe to podcasts and subscribe to Totally Super. Okay, here's Trek Off. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name is Alexia. And today we're doing a new... today we're brought to you by wash your hands, stay inside still. Yes. Take take that Pinnacle whipped cream vodka and sanitize everything and make it smell good and get sticky. Um. Oh gosh, it would get sticky A lot of people are getting sticky right now because guess what? There's not a lot else to do. Um, <laughs> we are we're gonna do a little bit of a sci-fi star trek news mailbag or news bag today um, news bag. Uh, because we have been talking about star trek picard so much that we have not done one of these like in a long time um and one would think that in the midst of a worldwide pandemic where um, the news still- is kind of happening all the time right now. Yeah, that there would a, not be in a way. Which news. is okay. So the news the news is always always happening. That's just true about news because that's why we call it news. I'm not sure. How did we get to that? How do we get to the word news? Anyway, I can go like I'm in a yeah. weird place. I've been in kind of weird place <laughs> Who is this in week. In a weird place right now. And like if you let me, if this is going to go crazy. Like yeah, so for this Mr. Is, a so the I'm other night, a rule. we were having a I'm conversation. Gonna... I hijacked the whole thing. And then he was just like, I don't even know what to say to what you're saying right now. I was right, like, so but you haven't even thought build about right that. Now, right? Here's, we're going to build right this into the show. I'm just going to go <laughs> when we're done talking, even if even if we're in the middle of a good spot, because there's a lot to cover. And I'm going to like mention the first thing. And we're going to want to talk for 45 minutes about that thing. And then we're never going to talk about the other things that I also want to talk about in this 45-minute episode of, of Trek Off, because guess what? I am in a house with two kids that constantly need my attention now. Can I Can I just say, though, can I just... A little peek behind the curtain, peoples. This, when this all began, he's looking for the bright side. Justin is. And he's like, hey, we're all going to be home anyway. We can do more Trek off for people. It'll be the thing we can do to help. And, and it'll be good for our sanity, too. And, and we'll be able to do tons of Trek off because we'll just be home and our spouses are home. And I, and like, I was like, can I okay. be honest about something? Let me be honest about something. <laughs> and then- I think that literally, I think that when it comes to our ability to do it, I think we could do all of those things i will admit i'll be the first to to call out i wake up in the morning and and i there are days i i just get to the end of the day and i don't even know how i got there um like you i think it's like it's like days that i work very hard and work hard doing the kids stuff but i gotta admit the the there's a level of of lack of motivation i that is happening in pretty much everything that i'm doing that that i just like i don't wanna Uh, and then and then it's so like weird because you and i have flipped schedules weirdly you used to be like your day would start at four in the afternoon and go till four in the morning i'd be like hey can you record and you're like yeah i can do it at midnight till whenever let's do as many as you want and, I'll, and i used to be like dude i can't i got to get my kids on like to school and now i don't have to get my kids to school and i'm staying up to like 2 30 in the morning every night and like you're like dude we got to get it done by nine man <laughs> 
So well, yeah, it's well, because only because that's not even me, right? Like he yeah. works like a day job now. He's work nights. So we, so we are. So we like are, it's really we, about his schedule. The stars like will never align. <laughs> I we're know. About st- you know why? Oh, the I, just, stars I think it's align. funny because you said like when you started it, you said it because we were both going to be home during the day, and like it'll be perfect. We'll have all this time, and I was like, yeah, because just like you, right? Like it's it's like you your eyes or or your your want and desire were bigger than reality do you know what i mean like and then you were like wait well, uh, so here's it's not the actually deal, right? that easy because the kids don't yeah, leave here's the either deal on that though here's the <laughs> deal is that 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 it's some of that is true but there is an equal amount of just like i can't like i could have yeah i could have sent you a message like two in the afternoon and said hey let's just go let's get four in we could like it's four, four one hour shows but it's just hard and i'm sure that everybody do you really to, think so like you think you're, you you your children left unattended that long yeah. would live Absolutely, absolutely. Because they're not just unattended. I would just have to like arrange it. We'd have to do it on a Saturday or something. But I think that everyone. But that's even that's what I'm saying, and that would be true anyway, right? There's nothing but new I think there. That everyone at home, I think the people listening right now are probably um, experience a lot of the same thing that I'm talking about here. Which is I think like, so. Yeah. Like everyone started this with like I'm gonna learn yoga and to teach myself guitar, and I'm yeah gonna, I'm gonna I got this <laughs> and I get and it's not that there's really been anything standing in the way but really i just want to make it till nine o'clock so i can start drinking and that's like like <laughs> that's what like, i'm saying like i that's i think that most people like we were not accustomed and a lot of people unlike myself you know uh have children like most people our age have children and they are dealing with that fact and it's like you f- don't realize um how school <laughs> how much help school is like all right oh, yeah. go to school bye well and how much <laughs> like, help uh, how much help a starbucks is or how much help like, yeah. a little restaurant is or just like you know or going to a movie or you know anything but this is this is life this this is just it feels to me and i'm sure it feels to many like one big long run-on sentence and there are no <laughs> commas and there are no periods and there's nothing the sentence just goes and goes and goes and it's yeah. about the same subject and i love my home i have a lovely home and i have a a lovely family and I love everyone in my family I really enjoy like everyone in my family I genuinely do but it's <laughs> I like, genuinely it's, don't it's, want to kill them <laughs> but I but I want to take them other places and I want to do other things like we like like we're like hey today we played some games of ping pong oh we did a different TV show today you know it's you know today I was my plan today was to go out and grill hamburgers that's gonna that was what I was gonna go do today and it was, oh, that would be it great. was like it was crazy windy though today you can't oh it was oh like, my god I heard it. Yeah. Um, And so when I realized I wasn't going to be able to go out and do the one thing that was going to break up my week, I was like, I was going to go outside with a beer and make some burgers. I was going to put some bare naked ladies on my phone and just let them play through like the entire like Alter Gordon, the first album, which I love. I was going to do that and grill and drink a beer and 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 just kind of do something different than I've been doing. So when I realized I couldn't go out and do that thing, I was despondent. I was like, (laughs) what am I doing with my life now? And that's I know I was just remarking not that long ago um, how anyone who lives like I, I don't know you know who all is listening from where but anyone who lives in like the the DC Virginia Maryland area right we're very used to uh, for years now years and years and years it goes horrible winter very cold to boom it's hot as balls it's like 100 degrees and it's summer and we don't get a spring and like this is the first time literally in years we've gotten like a spring 
a lot nice drawn out like, oh, like yeah. the, the length of time spring is supposed to be when all the beautiful trees are fluffy and the the the, the temperatures are mild and it's beautiful and none of us can go out <laughs> it's like man yeah, and so that is so, so I'm rude. on record as saying that my, my favorite time of year is late fall early winter everything from pretty much September through New Year's I love I'm a holidays guy I love it and then I hate everything from there to like Easter and then I like Easter and then and and that's fun especially with kids and then like then the summer movie season kind of starts in March and you start ramping up to summer and planning vacations and doing what you're going to do figuring you know eventually the pool open like all these things get to happen and now it's like winter like it never really got wintry it was always just kind of cool out it never snowed and now we have it we're in all the time and there's literally nothing to look forward to and that's sort of what i we're, we're going to talk about a little bit today um uh because <laughs> although i mean people news. like like a lot of shows a lot of uh actors a lot of people have been putting stuff out there you know what yeah. i mean well, have still let, been creating let, and putting it out which I'm sure is part of your news uh, to to help us all survive yeah. this and, pandemic, and both figuratively being, and literally. A lot of things are being cut off. I I am I am a dickhead um, because I don't care about sports at all, but my family does. My brother does, and my yeah, I um, don't either. And my am I both my brothers it's absence my matters did. not to me. Like I'm like so whatever. When, <laughs> so when the sports season got canceled through all of this, I think it was NBA that first got canceled, and hockey, and the beginnings of baseball, they all got canceled and my brother was really really bummed out because they're all into sports it's what they do and i and i being me i was like oh boo hoo maybe you have to watch something not about throwing a little ball around it's <laughs> what i did that's and so they were funny. like it's also you doing it too and my and my and my dad actually called me he's like he's like listen the world is hard enough and you have to like you have to understand this is something that we care about we look forward to this all year and it's gone oh it's not there anymore it's like get over yourselves it's fucking sports like just watch a it. different sport watch sports from from and, 20 or 30 then, years ago that you weren't even that you can't remember you'll be fine <laughs> and then they canceled then. my summer movie season uh-huh <laughs> they canceled it i was like wait is, i'm sure this is how they felt because they like uh-huh you know, like, you <laughs> and then you're like oh you wait can't cancel basketball you can't just cancel basketball i'm like oh who cares and i'm like oh <laughs> you just can't cancel all of marvel you can't move the new ghostbusters movie to next year you can't you can't have no movies you can't shut every movie theater what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> like no this is all i have <laughs> it's so funny i i predict what's interesting about this is because i noticed there's a lot of stuff now like on voodoo and on um on amazon prime um even like the playstation store and shit like any place you can get digital uh movie content there's significant amounts of like this stuff was going to be in the theater, but fuck it. Here you go. You can buy it. Yeah, it does. Here And here's the thing. And I love that. And I was like, I to. think they're finally going to realize the profit in that. Because here's the thing. Because we were just like me and Mr. A were just talking about this. I was like, just to go to a movie, like to, to take the whole pandemic out of the equation. Right. Like take that whole the whole risk factor sure. of going into a crowded boy, theater. Boy, maybe without a like pandemic, it. like going into a crowd for me anyway, because I have I'm pretty my immune system as crap as we know um there's always a risk going out to a big crowded movie theater for me not that i'm gonna get you know something that's gonna kill me but that i'm gonna get sick 
Um, and that sucks, right? That's not pleasant. And it's like, is seeing this movie worth that? Um, but just for us to watch the film, let alone get any popcorn or drinks or candy or anything on top of that, it's 40 bucks just to walk in the door. And it's like, that's oh, yeah. significant. That's not nothing. I, and I have to bring I could buy it digitally or, for that. I will do but, that every day. So here's the thing. I think that works now because it's a novelty, but I don't think, I don't think that's going to work for anything but the most one i don't think that is appealing to anyone unless the unless it's also out in theaters you know what i mean i don't think like black widow black widow's coming sorry about black widow black widow's going to come in november supposedly but there's all this talk that maybe it'll come early maybe it'll come early i don't think anybody pays 20 dollars for black widow when black widow becomes available even if it's a marvel film i don't think anyone pays 20 dollars for it when it becomes available unless it is also in the theater at the same time and you know i'm i can't go to the theater but i want to be part of the conversation so i'm gonna walk watch it at home you know what i mean like like the people who normally couldn't get to go see like let's see none of this happened black widow's the big release it's a huge monster marvel movie and you can't get to the theater so i we my family would blow 20 bucks on that but when there's no gotta get to the theater portion of that when i don't feel like i'm buying an alternative to anything now all i'm doing is buying the alternative to waiting four weeks for it to just be available for five dollars and i can do that does that make sense yeah but that's you dude like i would much prefer like for, for me the cost and i think there are a lot of people i think there's both right so what i think will happen though is that they they've always up until now i think they've always been scared to go this route to commit to it because they're like it's not gonna it's gonna stop people who would normally go to the theater from going to the theater and it's like my thought has always been you're wrong about this the people I who want to go out to the theater will still go out to the theater what you were getting is people who don't want to go out to the theater or who are unable to go out to the theater for whatever reason. And now they can give you their money right away. I, 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 I'm, I have to disagree because I can tell of you, course you do. There, there are plenty of times <laughs> that I went out to the theater that like, okay, Knives Out. I went to go see Knives Out in the theater. Plenty of times I went out to the theater that I would not have gone out to the theater if the option to not go out to the theater had had existed. Um, In any case, I think 20 Yeah, I think it'll change much. the landscape some. I think it will have to be about the experience what do you think of- the price point is though like what do you think the price point because because when you've got so because we talked about this a couple times before there's so much content there's so much that you haven't even gotten a chance to watch yet and now you know so the one we did we did birds of prey have you seen birds of prey yet uh no but i i we, we bought it i just haven't watched it yet so so that was the first one and i think the only one that we I'm bought gonna, I th- that, and i think we're, we're also buying bad boys for sure because i really want to the see theater. that well okay so bad boys is available and bad boys is a great example i want to see bad boys i'm also aware that bad boys will be five dollars in three weeks it'll be five dollars to watch it once I don't know how many times I'm going to watch Bad Boys. I don't even rewatch Star Trek anymore. There's always there's always something new to get. I don't know that I'm going to watch Bad Boys three. I haven't watched Bad Boys one or two in years. I don't think. Oh, I have. I mean, I rewatch stuff. So maybe that's the difference between you and I. Like, I I definitely rewatch stuff, and I know that with with as much content as there is out there, and you know, it's it's hard. But I think that someone like yourself, particularly with kids, I think there's there's more likelihood of rewatching stuff because there's stuff that you're going to want to watch that it's not appropriate for your children to watch yet and then you know you're going to go that was amazing and going to want to show it to them and if you if you just bought it you would own it and it would be it would be 
better than spending six dollars and then another six dollars or whatever when they can actually it's watch on it. streaming at the time i mean i guess my, my point is i think you know, that, i don't know especially right now i think that 20 bucks is too much i think it's i if they can settle it down to right around like 12.99 i think no but you're just buying like, the movie i believe yeah, but people don't necessarily want to own movies anymore you are oh. a collector i even i am a collector um i buy movies that i don't even necessarily need to buy just because like oh maybe i'll watch it one day but they, the 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 threshold oh, I, well, who doesn't be, people want to own people want to have the movie libraries but i think you're wrong about with, that i think that that there's now so much available streaming and some things that were only available streaming like like stranger things and stuff i don't know what sure. the landscape looks like but i i think the 20 is going to be too high especially people are going to start tightening their belts i know a lot of people canceling services and stuff now um so i yeah but I here's what they're canceling like they're canceling like cable for the most part because that is such uh, a, a money suck and yeah. it's because of the way they structure it purposely so that you have to have a bunch of shit you don't want. Like, uh, like for instance, you and I were just talking about sports. I don't fucking care about sports. That's, I mean, I, you know, I'm not trying to hate on it or whatever, but I don't give a fuck. Okay. I just don't. They canceled the and, Olympics though. Like I, I dig watching the Olympics. No, I do. Canceled. I like the Olympics, I, but I only like specific things in the Olympics. I only like watching ice skating and gymnastics. Everything else can pretty much take, I could care less about. I, don't, I really don't uh, care. What do I like? Um, what I like, what do, I enjoy the martial arts things. Um, I like, the, um, I, I, uh, yeah, the they Olympics? have Taekwondo. They have Taekwondo. They also have fencing, which is fun to watch. They've got. Um, uh, I like the Winter Olympics quite a lot, actually. I like the like the half pipe, the snowboarding half pipe. Um, like the X game stuff. And I, in, in the summer Olympics, I like watching, um, diving and swimming is kind of fun. Uh, but just cause I swam. Yeah. Um, I mean, I used okay, to so watch some of that stuff, but I'm just saying like, so I don't care about sports. And that means that I, there are so many like packages through cable where like you have to have all this ESPN sports stuff in order to get this one channel that I really actually want. Yeah. And it's like, fuck well, that. What, but, I don't, but, but, and they're but not even things around, that make sense you, or go together. Right. That's the thing. They do it. Is purposely two incongruent things to drive, to have one drive the other and vice versa. And like, I find it also annoying, like on my PlayStation, that's how I watch my content. All of my apps are on my PlayStation. I do have an Xbox, but I usually don't use it because Microsoft has pretty much Microsofted it. So I use my PlayStation for everything and it had shows like when I go to the TV app, it brings up all my TV apps. And it, when sports season starts, and even now, even though they have canceled sports, the like ESPN app comes up, which I don't even have on my system. Yeah. And I no, get I mad. Like, I get angry. I'm like, how long have you been watching me, PlayStation? You know, yeah, I don't even have sports games. Why the fuck? Are you putting this in front of me instead of voodoo? Now I have to go to another screen for voodoo, which I actually watch. Damn you. <laughs> like I get really pissed right. off. Here we go. I'm going to go eh, on this subject. We we are going to jump subjects. I'm such a jerk. Are we here, actually going to talk about the news? Yeah, we should do that. No, no, that was the first beginning of the news. Okay. I'm going to give us, uh, I'm going to give oh, was us it? Only, that was the first thing we actually did the thing. All right. The only, only five minutes to talk about. This is interesting. Editor of the editor of star Wars, the rise of Skywalker. Um, and, uh, uh, and the and the editor of The Force Awakens have come out to pretty much say, um, especially the one who did uh, Force Awakens, that they are not a fan of The Last Jedi. I'm going to pull this off of Dark Horizons and I'm just going to read the article really quick. The editors of both Star Wars The Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker have stated their opinion that the middle film of the sequel trilogy Star Wars The Last Jedi and at least one of them is not a fan. Mary Jo Markey and Marianne Brandon speaking on the Light the Fuse podcast admit that they are not fans of the way that Ryan Johnson film changed things up from its J.J. Abrams directed predecessor. Marky says, 
I couldn't agree more. It's very strange to have the second film so consciously undo the story of the first one. I'm sorry. That's what it felt like. Brandon says she liked some parts of The Last Jedi, but then Marky called her out for not telling the truth. Marky also disputes the <laughs> idea that Rise of Skywalker similarly and consciously undoes The Last Jedi, saying, I don't even feel that's true about the third film. It took where the second film ended and just tried to tell a story. I didn't feel like it was consciously, it didn't feel that way to me. However, oh, they feel- absolutely did. However, they feel all the films of the new trilogy remain controversial and will be long debated by fans. Now, I read more of this article and more of this conversation, and it said this. It said, the problem is, is there is an incongruity of vision and that and that Ryan Johnson's uh, The Last Jedi was so disruptive to the story that had started in the first one, it didn't feel like the middle part of a trilogy, and it kind of just busted it all up. And I get where they're coming from because, you know, they worked with JJ who had an idea of where the story's going. He got to, they, they said in the article, it's like you're writing a novel and you're writing the, you have a, an, an outline for the entire novel and you do the first one and you end up doing the third one. But the middle, the middle part of the novel, somebody else comes in and writes it and goes, well, screw the rest of this novel. And no, I, I know, you know, I, I, I absolutely can see where that's, where that feels like the case, but they do it too. Like they do do it back it's like a little a little war that they'll have with each other <laughs> i do like, feel that warring but i i can't i still and you know the, the the part where it all comes down to luke skywalker handling a lightsaber doesn't it the end of the at the end of the force awakens he picks up his lightsaber he's confused he looks at it he looks upset you see his heart's breaking the music swells cut to credits you're like oh my gosh this is a big deal there's all this talk about the lightsaber where did you get this weapon another story for another time the weapon it called to me. The whole Force Awakens is about the importance of this weapon, right? Like, like they keep coming to it. And then, and then, who's the girl? Who's the girl? Who's the girl? Asked a hundred times. And then you get to Last Jedi, and the first thing that Luke Skywalker does, <coughs> he throws the weapon over his shoulder. He goes, Pah! Yeah, yeah okay, but here, but here, let me finish my thought. Let me finish my thought. All right, thought. I, I've then, lost this thought already once before. If I lose it again, then, I will cut you. <laughs> all right, it's okay. I'm far away. You can't get to me now. You can cut me from six feet away. You'll have to have throwing knives. So, I'm Sure I do have throwing knives. Uh, I believe you. Um, so, <laughs> so, so they go, who, what, like, what's the weapon? So very first thing, we throw the weapon away. Halfway through the movie, you're nobody. They, they answer the two questions. Weapon doesn't matter. Who's the girl doesn't matter. So when they get it back, it's like they go, hold on. I feel like we need to answer these questions that we asked at the beginning. And let us remember the way that most of fandom felt about The Last Jedi before The Rise of Skywalker came out. And this got me to this thought. <clears throat> I now think that The Rise of Skywalker is a bad episode and rather I would have loved to see somebody else or maybe just J.J. Abrams do Star Wars episode 8 and I think Ryan Johnson would have been the perfect guy to do what happens next after the trip. Okay because now the, what, let me people, I would like to submit here me, you are whining on and on give me give me 10 more seconds because uh, what the, the reason being but because what he can be praised for is blowing star wars wide open to a thousand new possibilities which is not what you do in the middle of a trilogy story that's one story. i don't i don't want to talk that's what i'm saying these what you do and don't do that's why i would like to submit all this fucking talk back and forth it feels like the first one and the second one are the same story and this one in the middle is just like what the fuck they just completely took a left turn it's not even the same plot what the hell is happening 
No Country for Old Men won numerous awards. Like, look it up. It's a lot of awards. Sure. And, I and like that it. movie absolutely is one movie for two thirds of it. For two thirds of it, it is all about Javier Bardem's character, how scary he is. He doesn't talk. He's killing people. He's like a mass murderer. Oh my God. That's the whole film until like it's the just last psycho. Third, apparently, what you didn't know is that all along, what this movie was really about was an old cop realizing what it's like to be an old cop. But here's the thing: but that's not Star Wars, and I, I don't care. People- but like it does, it, that's that's exactly the same thing. Like so, if you're not, if we're gonna call that some piece of perfection, some oh my gosh, it's a, it's lauded and should be celebrated and have all these awards, then why are we gonna get so pissy and? whiny and get you know fucking sand in our vag over a movie in the middle that still does a bunch of really cool star warsy stuff but it, you know it, it is, is it is not exactly like just i'll i'll just take your story and go from there uh, which I know coming from me, I like, you know me, I like to be a walking contradiction uh, is not usual. Cause I'm like, why, why you got to fuck with somebody else's stuff? But like, I'm just saying, like, I, I will agree that he kind of went in there and said, this is my, this is my toy box now. Uh, and then gave it back. And then, and then JJ was like, dude, what did you, why did you change my, my, I had my toys where I wanted them. Why'd you do that? Cause they're, I like them here, motherfucker. Um, but, and then JJ goes about putting them back. Like, who gives a fuck? How is, how yeah, can, why can that not be just as good? Just as, I mean, because, because what you could, I mean, you could end Star Wars the way that, that what's great about movies like No Country for Old Men and Psycho and movies that, that is they can, they don't need to end on a thrilling, emotionally fulfilling up note. Right. So I guess okay. you could have ended the nine part saga if you wanted to with just the first order completely wipes everybody out. And, and the truth is, and, and then you realize that the entire point of, of Star Wars is, hey, you know what? In a war, the one who has the more the more weapons and is more technologically advanced wins. Sorry, <laughs> that's history. You know, maybe a clo- maybe a closing crawl, maybe maybe a, maybe a closing crawl when it's all done. It's really short, and it's just going up. It goes, it goes, it just says says epilogue. Did you really think that these ten ships that were left over were going to wipe out people who routinely? modify entire planets that can blow up entire solar systems but you you in your ship they can carry like 20 people that like everyone's pissed off at the millennium falcon it carries 20 people star killer base could have held three billion people on it but they're mad everybody hates the millennium falcon you can only have 20 yeah just the epilogue going what did you think was going to happen ant meat boot sorry this is this is the real world and then instead of like the big john williams of the music music at the end like it just or maybe it's other john williams music at the end it's like they start playing the, the theme from schindler's list as the, as the credits go up like, no that's the problem is this yes you can tell a beautiful dark down ending story but let let us not forget they said i'm not the- talking about no country for old men being some dark downturning story i'm talking about it being two films mashed into one where most I'm of not- it two thirds of it is one thing and one third of it is another so here's the thing i feel so like are you Ryan saying Dunn- that if you switch them if you sw- if you just switched the second movie and this and the third movie which would essentially give you the a, t- the, a dark the, the, down ending that it's would give you the that would get no it basically would give you that same the the no country for old men you know like venn diagram or plot point or graph right whatever where you've got you know what two-thirds of a movie that's one thing and then another third that's something else entirely at the end 
another Academy Award winning movie that it becomes. It becomes Million Dollar Baby, where the first two are just, the, if you if you switched eight and nine, the first two are a rousing adventure about boxing, and the end is about euthanasia and committing suicide when you're paralyzed. Because that's, like, <laughs> spoiler alert, by the way. Um, spoiler because, alert for a really old movie. Guess, <laughs> guess how Last Jedi ends? All of the resistance is gone. There are like 10 people left. And Luke Skywalker doesn't matter. And raise nobody. Have fun. Go go have fun. You here's your goal. Make a movie that doesn't undo that, but also has you win. Have fun. Like what? What what are they gonna do? Do they find their own they, do they find an old Death Star and fly it around and go, hey, we're just gonna kill people this way? I mean, what do you do? You have to reset The Last Jedi to have more movie. Or else it's just gonna be about the last <laughs> episode nine, the last days of the resistance. You're like, are they really doing this? And all it is is them in hiding. It's like one by one, the stormtroopers show up and just take them out. Like pose there, pose there, cradling, like like No, like, we all know stormtroopers can't going, shoot for shit. <laughs> looking up and going, going, I guess it always had to end this way. Like <laughs> how do you not reset that ending? That ending was just like Everybody's done. What? Well, that was the end of that was the way the second movie worked in the first trilogy, if you'll recall. No, no. At the end of the first trilogy, all the personal stuff is on a down note, but it ends on a giant shot of a fleet. Like, there's still a fleet, and there's plans. It's the not like move- a lot of a fleet, by comparison. Like, when you're still looking at the numbers, it's sim- It's a similar numbers game. It's not It's not some grandiose fleet versus their diminished now fleet. It's It's definitely not that. Like, you're but just you know you're wrong you, about here's, that. Here's how Empire ends, if you watch it very carefully in the last minute and a half. It ends with Luke's got <laughs> the his last hand. minute and a half. And, so if, if they, you blink, you could miss and, it. And, and specifically... They've got a mission. They've got to like. They, they've got to like. Hey, they have a thing a, to do. That that's yeah, like, clearly like they say, on the we'll docket. Meet, we'll, 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 we'll meet you at the. We'll meet you at the. Um, what, what do they say at the at the rendezvous point? Rendezvous point on Tatooine. They're like, this is where it's going, and then it can be picked up. Now, I'm not. I, I don't want to slam Ryan Johnson, especially not after the really. We can argue all day about whether or not Last Jedi is is what it should be. Knives Out is spectacular. Is oh, I adore. Dimes out. One of the like, so Ryan Johnson, it's incredible. Um, you know, he he he's gonna be fine. <laughs> like he's gonna be just fine. He made one of the most entertaining movies of the entire winter. He's gonna be just fine. I would yes. have. I in retrospect, I, and I've said this through the whole thing. My problem with Last Jedi, and the reason I don't, I still haven't rewatched Last Jedi since like, I watched Rise of Skywalker six times. I've not wa- rewatched Last Jedi, and my problem with Last Jedi is not with Ryan Johnson, but with there should have been an outline for how this was at the beginning. You don't fucking make up a saga as you go along you don't like you, you don't just go hey go ahead and make a part two we'll make a part three see what you do that's they not they have though like through time memorial that's what we've done and and to in movies to so degrees. often like do you think that all four lethal weapon movies were um written ready there was a board for that oh no. they're not one story they're not one story they're four individuals those are just sequels that's like that's like the Die Hard movies right it's like Die Hard 2 and Die Hard yes 3 but the Die, Die Hard movies are not all good all all of the Lethal Weapon movies are good. And they I, are. I, There's I, absolutely an arc that goes through from the yeah, first one all the way to the end. That is an episodic show. That, like It's like a TV show that just where there's an arc that, that reveals itself through individual movies. Um, th- this was meant to be one large story. Now, look, what, 
Well, I'm about to end this whole thing because we have more things to talk about. And God knows that we've beat, beaten this subject to death. Um, I still like Last yes. Jedi. I just feel I like in, retro, in retrospect, it would have been better and more interesting. And I'm not surprised they said give Ryan Johnson his own trilogy. To have Ryan Johnson be the architect of what comes next. Because what he's good at is inversion. If you even look at not Knives Out, you think Knives Out is an Agatha Christie whodunit. But actually they tell you whodunit like 20 minutes in. It becomes a why done it. And it inverts every expectation of what that kind of movie would be like. And that's what he does. So I think it would be really good for him to have been the one to go, okay, you had your big conclusion. Here's how we bust it all wide open and we can go in a thousand different directions. All right. Eh, enough Skywalker. Um, there is, tell me what you think of this. I'm just going to tell you what it's about and I'm going to get just get your thoughts on it because mostly you're just going to go, what? Um, there is, I mean, you are, you're going to love this. <laughs> Um, this is gonna make you happy. I got to go back to um, my front page. I'm getting most of this off of um, getting most of this off of Dark Horizon. Um, while I do that, let me take two seconds. Have you watched Tiger King yet? No, because I cried through the the trailer for it. You cried through the trailer? Yes. I know Why they're going to. Through? I know they're going to hurt tigers. I'm not going to say the tigers don't get hurt. And I can't it. handle like it's so interesting. Like we talk about this a lot. Like human beings suck compared to animals, as far as I'm concerned. I cannot stand to see an animal hurt, if, uh, even in a like like a movie, like in a Pixar movie. Hearing like an animated dog make that horrible whine of pain that a dog makes when it gets hurt, that is so much more horrible to me than like a person screaming and crying out in pain right before they die. It's a it's I can a tell far you, worse. Noise. It used to bother me a lot more until I had my own dog, and now. <laughs> I have now, my own dog. I've had many dogs. I've had dogs my whole life. Animal. A animal I would submit that the problem with your much. dog is you. No, my, my problem with my dog is my dog is very brave. And yesterday ate an entire box of donuts. My dog. My dog. You. My, I have a Shih Tzu. Okay. Yeah. So anyone who doesn't know, that is a very small dog. I have a very small came, dog as well. Came home once. She had eaten. I don't know how she got it. She had eaten an entire loaf of like bread of sliced bread that you make My, sandwiches so, with you know you know those entomans poppums like, like where how did you even fucking get how did, where is you where did yeah. you put it you're you're just you're too small i know how did you eat it <laughs> Uh, it turns out that what they do is they hold it in their stomach for like 10 hours, then throw it up all over your carpet. So that's, that's part of it. It turns out it does come right back out. So you get to be cleaning up like the vomit and going, this smells like donuts. <laughs> just, uh, just, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Here we go. You're going to love this. Um, uh, so the office has been pulled from Netflix. Uh, Netflix no longer has the has the office, from what I understand, which has become so popular on Netflix, but they're pulling it off of Netflix and they're replacing it with Space Force, which is from the same people who made The Office, Greg Daniels and Greg, Greg Daniels, uh, who made The Office. It's a workplace comedy about a brand new branch of government Space Force, and it's structured just like The Office, and it stars Steve Carell. Oh, dear Carell God. Carell plays Mark R. Naird, a four-star general and decorated pilot who dreams of running the Air Force, but instead finds himself tapped to lead the newly formed sixth branch of the U.S. Armed Forces, the titular Space Force. He's been tasked by the White House to get back to the moon and achieve total space dominance. It also stars... <laughs> As his wife, Lisa Kudrow, who's described as a woman who sublimated parts of herself to her husband's career for two decades. But now that he has a new challenge, she too will find herself growing in new directions as they move to a remote base in Colorado. To round it out, you've got Don Lake, Alex Barrow, Noah Emmerich, Jimmy Yang, Ben Schwartz, Tommy Newsom's, Diana Silvers, and John Malkovich. <laughs> 
John Malkovich is a great pick for anything. John Malkovich, Lisa Kudrow, and Steve Carell in an Office-style comedy about Space Force? I don't like The Office, though. You don't like The Office? Mm-mm. Have you watched it? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't think it's funny? Have you I watched past the mean. first season? Have you watched past the first season? No. Ah, so here's what happened. The Office is... <laughs> no, a- hold on. Have you watched... Liza Schlesinger's sketch show on on Netflix? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh my God. Because of what you're about to do, you must watch it. It is not okay. very long. It is, it's a sketch show that's a Netflix only, it's a Netflix original. It's like nine episodes. They're each like 30 minutes. It's a, it's a fast watch and it's funny. She's fun. She's a funny comedian. I like her a lot. And now you're going to, this is the part that she has a whole sketch in one of the episodes that's about, oh, that's because you gotta, you gotta, you got to get past that part. You got to hold on. You got to wait. It gets so ridiculous. So here's like, what happened. Did you though. watch here's all? Did you watch the whole thing? Oh, well, no. Does it get better? No, but you have to watch the whole thing so <laughs> no, that you no, can no. understand how okay. bad it really is. Like, so so M- Mrs. J and I are, are starting a Buffy rewatch right now. And we re- we rewatched the open the first episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one of my favorite shows of all time. I know, and it's a it's tough. I'll be honest, it's that it's got nuggets of that good Joss Whedon-y like dialogue. Yeah, that, like you get nuggets of where the show's gonna go. Boy, is it is it old looking? Is it clunky? Is it slow? Is it, are are the characters not quite right? And is it just a little bit boring? Like no, it's, it's, I didn't I didn't yeah. think so when I rewatched Buffy. I, I didn't have that feeling. That first episode. Episode is tough. The second episode is a little better. It's the witch. I know that there are other really tough ones in the and same thing. First season of Next Gen has a bunch of clunky ones. I'm looking at you at the episode where the offensive African stereotypes kidnap Tasha. Oh my god! I just watched that episode actually too. It's like not that long ago. You just sit there. That one is a tough. I will grant you that one is a tough watch, especially especially now. Don't do this. Don't do it. Don't do it. Turn back, please. Please don't do this. Turn um, back while you still can. What like, happened on the office? And, and Tasha Yar, I love her, and I loved her before that moment because you. Because the thing is, naked time. The the they're they're naked now or whatever. The the yeah. one that's clearly based off of the original series episode happens before that episode so like you like tasha yar a lot well if you're me you like tasha yar a lot like when she's like all super sexy coming on to fight it's come oh my god I am fully functional and that episode in particular is so great like even oh like when beverly comes in and she's like talking to picard and he's like because she's like so close to his face like talking about but i've got i need i just all these thoughts but we don't have time for that now and she's like gets up in his face and then she's like i'm a woman and like pulling down like just like her fucking oh my god he's like puts his arm next and he's like doctor we don't have time for this like just, <laughs> it's really fun. It's and, oh my god, me, it's so good. And then they destroy Tasha Yar. Like is that? It's yeah. like the next or episode or the next. And, and, it's, and it's also, very and shortly also, thereafter, they have that episode, and you're like, oh, what are they and also, doing? Also, by the way, racist. Um, so, it's it's racist. It's 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 not just it's racist. It's misogynist. It's, it's racist. Bad. It's all it's the bad the things. It's like so, in, in, in today's time, it's like wow, that did would, not age well at all. <laughs> I would I would put out there if you ever want to try The Office again, start with season two, because season one is based on, of course, The British Office. I loved is, The British Office. I watched all Gervais, of it and I is, loved all of it. It's really mean, though. It's really mean. It's not, mean. though. I don't know it's why, but for some reason, Ricky Gervais 
Gervais does not come across as mean and Steve Carell oh. does. I, and so and so here's the thing. They 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 had the And that same... was my problem. Like because Ricky Gervais comes across, and I'm assuming that's the way Steve Carell's character was meant to come across. But the way that Ricky's character comes across in the original office is like he's just stupid and, and oblivious. Much like, less and m- much, sad. And that's not and mean. that's what they that's what they do and with Michael. Steve Carell like, just comes across as mean. He's not mean. As a matter of fact, he's the butt of all the jokes by the end. Um the the they do much like next gen season three, much like uh DS9 season three, much like many shows where they where they're like, oh, you know how people like they or much like the Orville, um like where they're like they think they're doing one show and then they get through the first season, they watch it and they go, oh that's not the show we're doing um and that's the the office becomes a very incredibly one of the sweetest shows like at all like it's you know keep in mind family ties when it started was about the parents not about the kids at all the kids were like side characters to the parents and by the end they're like oh oh this is the my this is the alex p keaton show yeah it got is. it okay <laughs> okay got it um i think it always so, was how was it It absolutely always was because you had these free thinking super liberal season, hippie parents and then you have their their son their republican like conservative son but that's that's sort of the bit that's the bit with the parents as a man i mean look watch the first fucking episode as of of saved by the bell or the first season saved by the bell it's in an entirely that i haven't watched in a long time that that i only watched when it was on i never rewatched it like it wasn't because i didn't like it i just it's it's not one of those ones i loved it's called something like yes miss finch and it's about a bunch of of kids the main character is the teacher and then she's got a bunch of unruly middle schoolers at a school in the midwest and then season two it's called saved by the bell and it's all the same students have all moved to the same school in california <laughs> she's gone and and the show just changes from there so, so <laughs> it's really it's, about the kids it's really about the kids so in the same way the office becomes very anyway i love the idea of of i don't know i don't know if you watch parks and rec or that sort of like faux documentary style comedy show i think they're very funny and the fact that this is about space like space force this is tickling all that of my- that that of like that part i'm i i like and and i will give it a shot just for that alone um but we'll have to see if if he comes across as just dumb and you know and and a buffoon uh, I think I'll be fine. But if he doesn't, if 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 again, and I don't know if it's just my like, because I don't always feel this way about Steve Carell. Like, there's other stuff that he, that I've seen him in and I loved him in. So I don't think it's something that inherently I get off of him. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. But maybe you're right. Maybe it's <laughs> I haven't watched it long enough. I have to go to season three. Seriously, watch Eliza's Lessons. Like, all right, just look up Eliza. I L I Z A. Because you'll never be able to spell her last name. I've um, seen all her comedy specials. I love her. So yeah. All right. Yes. And we're going to jump to something. You're either going to love this or you're going to hate it. Okay. But whatever it is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this. Before you get angry about it, I want you to think about how much of this description, while wonderful in its inclusiveness, sounds like it was written by a focus group. Okay? Okay. ABC's classic 1989 series to be rebooted, half-hour medical dramedy series, Doogie Howser, M.D., is oh, set dear. to be rebooted for the Disney Plus service. Why? Currently going... Oh, wait, ready? Here's your focus group. Currently yeah. going by the working title of Doogie Kaloa, M.D., the new take is set in Hawaii and centers on a 16-year-old half-Asian, half-white girl who works as a doctor. 
Fresh off the boat and How I Met Your Mother star Courtney Kang's takes on the title role in the series to be produced by 20th Century Fox. Um, so. <laughs> it's, I do see what you mean. So but here's, here's the so thing. Here's, I'm, here's, I'm, 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 I'm kind of for it at this point. I'm for just taking any idea that used to be with men and making it with a woman. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of at that point. And, 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 and have her be a woman of color or not. Whatever. Just everybody should be women and everything going forward. <laughs> like, so, so, just, so here's, I'm here's a little bit in that here, place. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I don't agree with the comments that are down here. Never read the comments. And I'm sure these people are people I would hate in life because I'm sure they are going to turn into alt-right assholes. But somebody wrote, female check, minority check, also need to have her either as transges- transgender or non-binary. And someone else writes, and vegan. Don't forget vegan. Don't forget vegan. <laughs> um, um, which again, then somebody says, uh, um, and... Oh, so this is while at, while while at it, put her in a wheelchair and give the character an addiction problem. We could cover all the diversity if we wanted to. Now it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Yeah, but, uh, but don't never read the comments because they just get more and more. I do. But, That's my problem. That's why I have to stay away from the internet because I, I read the comments and then that. I want to I want to like put the like hit the button that ends the world. <laughs> So this is what someone said. Say, so, someone said, why can't we have an inclusive show that doesn't necessarily ride on the literal white coattails of a character who is a cis white man? And that's how I think I feel about it. It feels like tokenism. It feels yeah. like it feels like focus group. Like, okay, it's a girl and she's Asian and but she's half white too. And and she's, you know, and it does feel like you know that the best. How many struggles can we give this one character in like, terms like how of many, how how many how many and her best friends are gonna be this, this, let's let's make sure we've checked all the boxes and it feels like box checking. And yeah, why why not have something you don't need to a, a show that someone goes oh this is a lot like doogie hauser if you if it's the same show and you don't call it doogie hauser and everybody goes oh this is ripping off doogie hauser a little bit but it ends up being good i'm down for it but i sort of feel like to call it to, to, it becomes focus groupy when like we're gonna remake doogie in this image and won't we all be proud of ourselves for liking it um and yes I would and i to- feel like there's a, there's i think there's a lot of that going around and i and i feel like to some extent i'm like okay i'm i'm happy that we are are finally giving you know women lead roles letting them you know be able to carry stuff because they can um and and there are characters in certain circumstances where it makes sense like doctor who where you just go female right and that's all you're really changing right and it, and it makes and it, and it works within the confines of this already created construct but like I, I do feel a little bit like we we don't have any new ideas well, out and there so in the like that we have to the only way we can we can do new stuff is if we take it from other stuff like a good example i've i've been rewatching miss fisher's murder mysteries because they came out with a movie um that was supposed to have a like somewhat limited release in in movie theaters um and it was after it's an australian show but it's like based in the 20s um i guess maybe the early 30s um but the the heart of it is miss fisher and she is absolutely like a, a feminist like she's a, a lady detective she's super smart she's 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 well to do so she doesn't need anyone to take care of her so she takes care of her damn self um but she still dresses up you know like like her costuming is a lot of times part of the the a, a character in the story so to speak it's so uh incredible the costuming they do on that show 
but like I I love it because what's kind of cool about it is yeah we've seen female detectives before but they're usually and we've seen just like detective shows before but what I like about this one is we've got this female detective and then we've got this inspector what is the typical thing when you see an, a detective and an inspector you have the detective who's actually really smart and the inspectors are dumb the police are always really stupid what's kind of nice in this show is like the inspector is a guy but he's not stupid and he listens to her and they wind up kind of working together on stuff and yeah there's a little bit of you know interplay back and forth of like frustration because she's like up in the binge i should have guessed you'd be here um but i love that dynamic like it, it winds up feeling very bonesy to me in a way which is weird to say about a show that's basically a detective show set in like the 30s in australia and yet i'm like it feels bonesy to me because there's like a whole other cast outside of them like they have like a whole kind of scooby crew and i like that and it's different like it's not exactly like one other thing it's not exactly well, Sherlock. so here's here's it's not here's, exactly here's, uh what's a uh, angela lansbury um murder she wrote yeah murder she so wrote here's how, I, here's how i feel here's how i feel about this specific because i feel like I, this feels focus groupy and i don't like it um and i'm trying to figure out why i don't like it because and i think they maybe did this if you were to take sherlock holmes holmes and watson specifically and make them a different race or a different um a different gender i think i could be down for it but i, think I would that's yeah because they but that's because these are characters from the 1800s they're classic characters they've been done a hundred ways so let's do it yes. this way too that, that's what um, i'm saying like characters like that like or like characters in the marvel universe like all yeah. the superheroes or, like there's or, no reason you can't just make them different because yeah. well, it's and, and so and so then a then multiverse marvel. so marvel is where you know? i'm gonna go next Mar marvel's where i'm gonna go next then you get to characters like superman and batman and could do we do superman it's called superman but it's a woman or do you do superman can superman be a black kid um and you get to the point where does that just become black superman and is that what you want it to be and is that right is it wrong does what does it do with the character and i think it's so great what they did with miles morales specifically where they're like hey peter parker is peter parker and he comes from a peter parker kind of story and there used to be talk of you know they where um what's his name who does oh shoot uh who who was in community who did uh lando calrissian um help me out oh oh i think i know who you're talking about i cannot remember his name for the life oh of man you. um i'll remember oh, as soon wow. as we hear so he, i know <laughs> he campaigned hard to be the new peter parker or to maybe be miles morales if they were going to do it and there was a controversy at one point like could you have somebody of a different ethnic uh, of different ethnic persuasion playing peter parker and i think that miles morales um i think that into the spider-verse told me definitively no yeah and i think that that makes sense that's a different and equally valid story yes and that's what i i think that's the way to go ride, and, and that's there are there are exceptions to that when there, there are there are that, but i think primarily when it comes like so, to, so i'll to, give, like, I'll we're give talking you a about, great example let me give you a great example of an exception to that because i just did this over on totally super like this week um we did the we did ben affleck's daredevil we reviewed ben affleck's daredevil the casting oh, yeah. of michael clark duncan as the kingpin the kingpin was not in the published consciousness at that point daredevil was but but you like here's a character that people have one idea about he's big and he's a gangster and that's really all anybody really remembered about him unless you read the comics yeah. but and so that's an opportunity and you can do that the same as is is ben uh ben already I think it's the character's name from Daredevil, the reporter, which they, 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 you can switch that. You can do that. And I think that that's, you know, I think that that's good, but charting new, and even then you're dealing with iconic characters for 60 years. So maybe you can, but taking a random sitcom from the eighties, keeping the name and just flipping.
flipping stuff around does it it feels less like it doesn't feel like it's honoring its diversity it feels like it's focus grouping it and it, and it, it yeah it feels like it's 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 going oh shit well uh we don't have anything new like like it's like i think that the the superman um the, i'm sorry the spider-man uh analysis that you that you brought that that i think is sort of the heart of it i think you're right i think because here's the thing i think i think the difference between um i think there are times when the character there's nothing about them uh that is definitively male or female or you know white asian black whatever like there's there's certain characters where all that is just interchangeable it kind of doesn't matter because the, the character is a very specific archetype and that defines them more than their character more than any other thing about their character if that makes sense sort of like sherlock right like sherlock is defined by sherlock by by that character so you could put anybody in it i think and it's still sherlock and you have yeah. them be sherlock and i think whether the color of their skin or their gender or how they identify all that shit is kind of irrelevant because the the characterization of of sherlock is so potent but I think with something like Spider-Man, the thing about Spider-Man really is just that his superpower is what he, he was. He was bit by a radioactive spider and he has these powers now. Right. And so I think what you can in those circumstances, I think what, what's necessary and is no longer token, tokenism is what you do with Miles Morales. It's like you don't just change the gender or you don't just change the ethnicity. You have to, by extension, change the story because Peter Parker is a fucking he is such a white bread corn fed like midwest american boy type yeah do you know what i mean yeah, I like as a character so you have to i think if you're gonna change that you have to have it has to be somebody else and give them the powers though have them come by it in a and similar way miles and i'm not yeah. and and miles morales can still be smart like you don't have to like make him dumb because he's you know what i'm saying like there are things that you that i think you by necessity you should change to reflect the fact that this is no longer a white cis male yeah all right and we're gonna cut this off and do one more thing we're gonna end on star trek just because um just i feel like we should because we're talking about because well, we're a star trek about, podcast I, i've got i got i got two or three more minutes uh left before i have to bail out but i do want to say this there has been talk about the idea of a crossover between Discovery and Picard. They're specifically saying with Discovery having spoiler yeah. alert for Discovery, if you haven't watched it, um, dis- I, let me say this. I don't want to spoil Discovery all the way. There is a paradigm shift that happens that would make concept of happening stuff, stuff happening with Picard more possible than it was before um, uh-huh. at the end of Discovery. There is also a paradigm shift at the end of Picard that makes it more possible that Picard could then also have an interface with Discovery. Uh-huh. And the question has been, do we get a crossover? And at first I was like, oh, I don't know. And then I thought about like the crossovers of like the CW universe and stuff like that. And and you love that shit, dude. There's never been a giant Trek crossover. It's never happened. Like you, like it's always been like like generations was. You have the original. Crew that the was the big. The that was probably here. the biggest one that you could look to. But that's still a character. Like what yeah. I what, like like the idea of seeing this ship and this ship and they go. They're in a time warp and they do a thing together. You can do that. And frankly, I feel like your know, Discovery little shaky at the beginning got super good. Picard really good, but even really really good at the end um and i think we're at a point now where what star trek 
needs is it needs a little press. It needs like people to go. It needs to be on the cover of a magazine again. And I think the way <laughs> you get it there is you go, hey, you know what? We're going to give you something that as Star Trek fans, you've never, you've never gotten had before. before, which is these two things are slamming into each other. And it's like two episodes of, of I think that that would be that would be so really cool. wonderful. And it's easy for them to do. It's really something that they can do now. And so yeah. when I read about this, I was like, holy crap, why aren't they doing this? Why is this not like something that happens every season for like two episodes? Like you have the short <laughs> tracks and then you have two episodes where essentially you're just shooting on the two sets and then one like on a planet set. And that's all you really need to do. That's like, that's all the shooting <laughs> stuff you need to do. You get, there and, you and, go. You're fucking done. We wrote the episode like, there. You're welcome. They do that. <laughs> they do that on the CW with giant superheroes flying around that would you have 30 superheroes doing super sh like it's really it really is a giant budgeted affair over there and i don't think you would need to do it here um i think that 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 this is something i really feel yeah like. i think especially when you've got such a like at the end of uh, the way that discovery ends you've got such a limited crew there and you've got such a limited small kind of crew uh on picard where that's ended i think that yeah you don't have as much to handle to try to make a because it doesn't necessarily need to be a federation-based crossover if you know what I'm saying yeah, based on the way the that universe. they both end like, like I they could interact it. with each other like out in fucking you know bumfuck space that most people are never in and 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 it will never really get talked about or have ripple effect because of how it happens right it just it, I think that absolutely works and I would be I'd, I would be very interested in seeing those characters interact with each other I think that would be very fun yeah, the I do think me. you could do it without breaking anything I think that's very a possible a little bit of a chubby reading it gotta admit alright man that was uh, <laughs> that, that's our on that note that's our news bag it's our, 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 our news bag for this we're gonna be back next week lots of things to talk about there's some Romulan conversations to be had there's uh, we're still trying to get some guests on the show um, stay in stay inside flat the curve keep people away from you dude this is not the time to go oh we're doing okay let's have yeah no over. this is not the no. time this is not like you know when you take the antibiotic and like and yeah. they say it after a couple of days if you're feeling better nope. keep taking it this is where you keep taking it okay it's another month it's a, we gotta do this another month at least <laughs> we got it we so, gotta keep so be patient we will get through this and we'll be here for you my name we is will. Justin. my name is alexi trek off trek off bitches just one more reminder before you go to go to Totally Super on wherever you subscribe to podcasts, whatever you're listening to this on, search for Totally Super and hear me and Arthur review every superhero movie ever made. It's an awesome show. I think you'll love it. Okay. Thanks for listening.